You're waking up with Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1. Welcome back, Tom. It is good to be back. I don't have to move anything or feel emotions. Feel emotions? I feel emotions by leaving my kid behind. For, he's 700 miles away at Washington State University. And it's like good news, bad news. Yeah. Right? A little bit. Yeah, yeah, we got an empty house. Hey, we got an empty house. But we had a we had a real nice time moving Sam in at uh, at Pullman, and, and a couple of days prior to that, um, I was part of a, a golf tournament for a friend of ours uh, from high school who passed away, and we've been doing this for this was our sixth year, and um, I think we raised thirteen thousand dollars with this year's tournament, which is great, and it all goes to a scholarship fund in his name at our high school, and it's, it's like a, it's turned into sort of an annual class reunion. All these people went to high school with her there, including two guys that were on the football team, and they had a little too much day on Saturday, and when we got to the uh, silent auction uh, raffle part of the uh, of the day after the tournament, they almost got into a fist fight over a gift basket of jellies and jams. I'm not making that no. up. Yeah, one of them, one of them <laughs> won the gift basket of jellies. There was four, there was two jellies and two jams. I'm not sure what flavors. It came in a nice little gift basket. What's the difference? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I know the difference because I know jam's just a little bit thicker than jelly, but that's yeah, it's the only easier, difference. It's easier, I think, but other than that. That I know, yeah. Anyway, one of the uh, women who was handing out the raffle prizes, she put it down in front of uh, uh, the one guy, Ken, and the other guy, Keith, thought she put it down in front of him. And both of them were, like, in no mood to, like, figure things out rationally at that point. <laughs> oh, so it was like Facebook. And while, pretty much. <laughs> And as I was, I was getting the the live auction uh, portion of the evening started. All of a sudden, to throw down over jelly. <laughs> I mean, it's just the most ridiculous thing ever. I it's, mean, this is fantastic. The, it's the dumbest thing two guys, grown men, at a charity event have ever fought. Two guys, by the way, that have known each other for over forty years. My gosh, I hope you called them out. And the one, well, I didn't know what was going on. All I saw was Denethorn stood up and he's jamming his finger into the, the Keith Eggie's. Going back to the, the I say anyway, he's jamming his finger into his chest. He's going, blank you, man, blank you. You've always been a blank, blank you. And what? somebody walks out, and everybody's like looking at these guys. <laughs> and then Denethorn goes over and stands in the doorway of the the tent that we're in, and he stares daggers at the other guy for like ten minutes. No. <laughs> and when I found out later it was about jellies and jams, I was like. Yes, there's the 510 break Wednesday morning. <laughs> in the early 80s, when you guys were still in high school, that fight would have been over a girl. Now it's over. Jellies and jams. jams. Nice yeah. job. you got to love this promotion. We usually hand it over to minor league baseball teams as having the best promotions. This one goes to the National Football League and the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns have not won a ball game, have not won a football game. In almost two years. What? They're, really? It's that bad? It's that bad. Their last win was December 24th, 2017. Oh, So wow. you're like three months away from this. Actually, 599 days ago. You know they're bad when a Sacramento Kings fan is making fun of them. <laughs> Here's the deal. Bud yeah. Light has placed these refrigerators around Greater Cleveland. Some of them are in the stadium. Some of them are in other places. And they have locks on them. They have Wi-Fi locks. And they're stacked, I mean just stacked, with Bud Light. The second the Cleveland Browns win a regular season ball game, they're open. And the beer's free. Isn't that brilliant? That is excellent. And here's my question. What's the expiration on a can of beer? Because it may take a while. <laughs> yeah, what, what are the odds of Cleveland winning a game this year? Well, you look at their schedule. They open up against the Steelers. That ain't happening. <laughs> then they play the Saints. 
That ain't happening. Yeah. Third game of the uh, of the season, they play the Jets, and it's a home game, so maybe. Okay, uh, maybe. And after that, it just goes downhill. I feel downhill. like the Jets should just hand it to them. I think a can of beer. I, I don't think it has an expiration date because it's all sealed up and it's uh, and it's alcohol. And I doesn't it get better with age? <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> Not beer. I'm just, just going to say it does. Sure. Hey, in Cleveland, is it going to matter? <laughs> beer For, is beer, my probably friends. Probably not. The other thing I looked at, I said, it's Cleveland. They will find a way to break into that before they win. <laughs> Absolutely. Back to a big question. A certain National Football League team is trolling the New England Patriots by taking out a billboard. They've taken out a billboard right outside Gillette Stadium where the Patriots play. And it's... Um, it's a kind of an in-your-face billboard. What team could possibly do that? Hey, Jen from Shingle Springs, go ahead. What do you think? The Eagles. You are absolutely right. Woo! Your team, Cody. I mean, are we surprised? Oh, was it the actual team or was it a fan that, that took it out? It was a fan. It was a fan? Yeah. The fan put up uh, my coworker, Pat's fan. Said, not me, but Patriots. Right. Yeah. Uh, says if I can get 4,100 likes. I don't know why 4,100. So random. And 3,300 retweets. He'll pay to put this billboard here in New England. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. And it's a picture of the the German Shepherd mask because the Eagles were the underdogs. And that kind of, yeah. that's the picture that took on the personality of the team when they started winning. Right. And it just says uh, world champs or champs, something like that. And it's just, you know. <laughs> Right in front of uh, Gillette Stadium. Pretty cool. I love that stuff. I think that's great. There are some people that go, oh, they're not, that's bulletin board material. It's just going to give them fuel for their fire. I think that's great. It's fans getting involved like that, especially when it's somebody else's money. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Yeah. But the fact that he followed through with it, I yep. love it. Man of integrity. What a guy. There you go. And what are you OCD about? We got started on this yesterday based on Carrie Underwood saying she cannot work, she cannot concentrate, she can't do anything until she knows in the morning that her bed is made. She is OCD about that sideways to the point where it's affected her life. So we got based on that, and we thought we'd get a few answers. Now, if you're not OCD, all these answers are pretty funny to you. And if you are a little bit OCD, you will see that you're in good company. You're a lot of people yeah. that are way beyond there. For instance, uh, there were so many, so many different entries about how you load the dishwasher or what your money looks like. Tracy says, all the bills, all my bills in my wallet must be in numerical order and facing the same way. Aren't you like that? Wouldn't do we yep. talk about that one time? Yep. Yeah. I'm the same way, too, actually. Did you guys talk about Sherry? She she has to count letters and spaces on signs, and they have to add up to multiples of five. Sometimes you have to add a space before or after each line. Sometimes you don't count any of the spaces. Whatever you have to do to add up to 20, 25, what? 30, etc. I think creating your own math problem. Could, could really lead to things like death. Yeah, I'm like, that's... <laughs> Isn't that weird? Lot. And people do the same thing with, like, roads, with, like, uh, addresses. Like, if your address is 12, they'll, they'll create mathematical equations out of it. Mm -hmm. Funny you say that. Lindsay checked in. House numbers. My house number is 1830. So I have to make a mathematical equation about it. So mathematical equation for my house is 1 plus 8 is equivalent to 3 plus 0 cubed. I know it's back to school, but we are not doing math. <laughs> Unnecessary math? I cannot get my head around that. See, I like the ones like I, the ones you can relate to, like uh, Gwen, who says, I eat one thing at a time on my plate, and the food cannot touch. Yeah. A lot of people uh, are like that, yep. yeah. Uh, Stella says, my husband has to leave all the light switches going the same way. Yeah. I'm the same way at night. 
Or you can't have, like, okay, this one controls the kitchen, but this one in the hallway controls the kitchen. They have to be in the same direction. Did you do kips? Uh, I intentionally do things to prove I'm not OCD. I click the pump one more time. I take the eggs out of the carton so there's no symmetry. I leave a pillow crooked on the bed, and then Melissa replies to him and says, that's so OCD. <laughs> Up until 10 minutes ago, thought I had, you know, kind of mild OCD. I have nothing compared to you freaks. I mean, there's some serious weird people out there. The woman with the exclamation points? That's hysterical. That, that was one of my favorites. Her name is Monica. The only thing I have is when I'm typing an email or Facebook post and I'm using exclamation points or question marks. I must use the same amount throughout the email or post. So I can't be this excited for one sentence with four exclamation points and then say something this exciting right after. And then she has only two exclamation points. That's just so bizarre. So it's got to be even. And then Donna wants to know, and maybe you can answer this question, Pat. Um, I heard someone on your show has to have their money in numerical order. Does that mean yes. by denomination or also by serial number, which I do? Oh, well, okay, uh, that's too uh, deep. Who's got that kind of time? Yeah, exactly, Apparently Donna. Donna. <laughs> <laughs> I don't worry about that because I don't carry cash. There's a little bit OCD, and then there are people like Jenny who says, I go through stores and straighten products on the shelves. <laughs> if it's out of place, I have to fix it. And Sherry comes right back with same, I fold shirts at Costco when I'm shopping. <laughs> I wonder if you're doing that, if anybody ever comes up to you and asks you a question about the store. Like, hey. Excuse me, where's the toilet paper? Exactly. New Country 105.1. Hey, Tom's Hot Nashville Minute. Cody. Luke Bryan has shockingly topped Garth Brooks as the highest paid artist in country music. He now ranks number one on Forbes' list of the top earning stars in country music for 2018, earning $52 million over the last 12 months, most of which he pulled through touring. He earned the rest through American Idol as well as tour deals. Brooks had topped the list for about three years straight, mostly with his three-year world tour. This year he slips to number two, earning, you know, just $45.5 million. Many, many country artists taking to social media to share their thoughts and prayers to the queen of soul, Aretha Franklin, who has been listed in, in grave condition. Um, hopefully she pulls through, and a lot of people sure have her back. And we uh, should point out that she's very much alive at yes, the moment. Yes, but she is she is uh, in, in, in pretty bad condition. I would say, hope she pulls through. Darius Rucker uh, tweeted, praying for the queen, Aretha Franklin, tonight. True legend. Love you, Aretha. And Martina McBride, who has one of the, uh, uh, is one of the other people with a great voice in music. That was really well put, Tom. Uh, praying and putting out all my good energy for the Queen of Soul. She's been my daily inspiration to me as a singer my whole life. She just always knew where to take a song and what to do with it. Brilliant in every way. Last Thursday night, Rascal Flatts in Indianapolis, they cut a show short due to what they called a security breach. There was no encore. Fans were like, what? What's going on? Where'd they go? They just exited the stage and they got the fans quickly out of there because of what police deemed a credible security breach. They didn't say what it was. Well, today they reveal it was a bomb threat, and it was a serious bomb threat. Yeah. And they had the dogs come in and scan the place, and fortunately, there was no bomb to be found. As of last night, they had no leads. Today, they say they may have somebody. Coming up with Pat and Tom. The last uh, five days, my wife and I were in Washington moving our son back to school at Washington State University. We drove up I-5 because we left the car with him. So we drove up and then cut over. So he's now got the car. And we flew back and we drove up the first day to Roseburg, which is in southern Oregon. And we got into uh, our, our, our hotel and got a room key. And, you know, after six hours of driving, you just want to get to your room and relax. Oh, yeah. You know, you just want to get in there and, and, and chill. So we go upstairs and I'm, you know, just completely zombied out from the road. 
do the thing, the key, the swab thing on the door. And you it mean you swiped it? I swiped it. <laughs> yep, swiped it. Whatever. <laughs> See, and, and open the door, and whammo, there's a dude with one leg up on a chair, and he's putting on his underpants. What? Welcome to Roseburg. I don't know <laughs> who was more surprised. Yeah, dude, he was. Because he, he was like, oh, God, I would have been yeah. too. He's, he's got one leg up, and I mean, I can't unsee it. I can t- describe it. Oh, my God. He's, he's putting his underpants on, and he looks over and goes, hey! And then his wife comes around the corner, and she's like, hey! And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. The front desk gave me the wrong key. And I slammed the door as quickly sure. as I could. And I went downstairs and told Gloria at the front desk, who was already on the phone with that couple. <gasps> well, and, yeah. And it was just like the Flintstones when you could hear Fred's mother-in-law through the earpiece. You know, you could hear them yelling at her. So I think, <laughs> I, th- I think they got a free room out of it at least. So. Well, didn't you? I'd have worked it. We didn't at all. I was just kind of, I was laughing about it. But yeah, that was something I've never had that happen before. And I hope I never have that happen again. I especially hope it never happens to me. I would highly recommend if you're staying in a hotel, <laughs> use that little door latchy thing so you can't open. Yeah, lesson learned. People can't open the door the whole way. I imagine this happens more times than you probably think it does. You used to work at a hotel. I did. I mean, I have never made that mistake. But this one time, I was working the front desk during the evening. I was called up to somebody's room to give them a plunger. And they opened it up. They were like, all right, here you go. They expected me to plunge a toilet for them. <laughs> Which I don't want to admit, but I, I did. Oh! And again, that's something that I cannot um, see. <laughs> so, Tom, we're sort of in the same boat. <laughs> different scenarios. So <laughs> awful. I don't feel so bad now. Oh but my I've never God. given someone the wrong key or the same key. So we're asking on Facebook, and, and just for brevity's sake, six words or less, what's your weird hotel experience? See if you can oh keep God. it to six oh words man. or less. For Here we go. Six words or less? Can you do it, Pat? Um... Loud neighbors, so jealous. <laughs> Odd hotel experiences, we've all had them. Yes, uh, what I just mentioned actually happened to me a few days ago, and we're asking on Facebook, uh, has this ever happened to you? Jess stayed at a place up in Tahoe one year. She says the door didn't fit quite right, and it was snowing in their room. They couldn't get the heat to work, and she says when they went to the front desk to complain, they were told the heater was being used by another guest and wouldn't be available right now. They have one heater? (laughs) What? One. The worst. Heather said, I worked in a hotel as a teenager. There are things people do while on vacation that you can never unsee, and you wonder what their houses and especially their bathrooms must look like at home. The horror is real. Very, very real. Uh, Melissa from Galt says, hash pipe in the coffee maker. Nice. No, I'm just kidding. Is, what? Is that an add-on? Like the soap and the <laughs> shampoo they leave you? It sounds like it could be an album name for, like, Grateful Dead back in the late 60s, early 70s. And finally, Sarah from Elk Grove says, uh, a friend and I checked into a hotel. We got our room keys, went to find our room. As we're walking up to our room, a policeman and a hotel employee were coming out of our room. <laughs> now, the good stuff with Pat and Tom. Robert Goodman is a teacher in Florida. He has cancer. And he's going through chemo, and it's got him knocked out pretty well. Doctors sat down the other day with Robert, and together they figured out that he'd need 20 more days to get through this before he was back on his feet. Not sure how many more before he could go back to work. He teaches at a year-round school, and he's already used up every single one of his sick days. So he's kind of pondering what to do and how to handle this and how he's going to make it all work. So they sent him back to his room, and he laid down and went to sleep. One of the staff members came in later and said, hey, Robert, she... 
just one of his nurses said, hey, can I take a picture with you? And he goes, yeah, I guess. Unbeknownst to him, she took that picture and put it up on Facebook, appealing for help. Within four days, enough of the teachers who work in the same school district as, as Robert had stepped up to donate sick days to the point where he has enough now to cover the entire semester should he need it. And when he found out, he cried and said, I feel guilty. I don't deserve this. And the rest of the teachers, they sent him cards and balloons. You know, he'd do the same for them. Exactly. So that is just a tremendous pouring out of the heart from all of these people. If you'd like to read more about this and see Robert, stories on our Facebook page and also on our website at KNCIFM.com. And that's your good stuff for a Wednesday. New Country 105.1. Here's what's trending. Cody. Great Wolf Lodge is coming to Manteca, just south of Stockton, and it sounds awesome, especially for families. It's an indoor water park and resort-style hotel, and it's massive. We're talking 95,000 square foot indoor water park, plus another 45,000 square foot adventure area. It'll be the second location in California. The other is outside of Anaheim, and it's expected to be completed in summer 2020. Looking forward to it. Actually, there's a third one, and it's just south of my hometown, and it's one of those oh, really? places that, yeah, I mean, your kids... Kids will want to go there. Isn't there a hotel ta- attached yeah. to it? It's a whole yeah. resort. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's an experience in under one roof. Yeah, sort of all-inclusive. All right, speaking of resorts, would you? The world's longest, fastest, and tallest roller coaster is being introduced to the world next year. It's called the Yukon Striker, and it's 3,625 feet long. 223 feet high. You plummet straight down more than 223 feet because it goes into an underwater tunnel. Pat, you're absolutely right. You start at that apex of 223 feet and then you rocket down over 80 miles an hour and then you go underwater for I'm not sure how far. It reaches speeds of over 80 miles an hour. And, of course, it also has all the loop-de-loops and twists and turns. Or, as we know, it's a slow lane on 50. It's (laughs) at a theme park in Vaughan, Ontario called Canada Wonderland, a place that already has 17 roller coasters. However, I've never heard of this place. Park officials say the Yukon Striker is set to open next year. If you want to see video, they have... You know, the, 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 do they have one where you take the plunge? You're on top, and this is what it it's, looks like? It's all that computer graphic oh, kind of I design. Like that. You can see that it's on our website, kncifm.com. Well, the Detroit Lions, they know what kind of season they're in for, so they're slashing prices at the concession stands. Check this out. You go to a Lions game this year, a hot dog is 2 bucks, A Ooh. soda is $2, and a domestic beer, $3. Wow. <laughs> have fun at the Lions game. Did we win? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1.